Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. This is the DiPietro and Rothenberg Podcast. Yep. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York. Yep. The ESPN New York app. Yep. Or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN. Number one pick in the NHL draft with the men that can't seem to stump. Do something dumb, that's an observation. CLT make them need to run. Call them every trash, EMT for short. Wonder if we best once you peep the score. Up at the crack of dawn, top stories of the morning. While you're yawning, grab your coffee, rise to shot with 98.7. This is drop time. We provide highlights from your favorite teams. Got Dave and Rick making plenty of picks. It's rule 76. And welcome. You've made it to another Monday morning. DiPietro Rothenberg with you, 98.7 ESPN. We love our football Mondays, although there are not that many left. Next weekend, football Monday. Then, I don't know what we're going to do. But we'll worry about that in a couple weeks. I say good morning on this frigidly cold Monday to my partner in crime, Rick DiPietro. Good morning, Rick. That's kind of morbid, no? What's morbid? You made it. You made it to another Monday. Well, yeah. You know what? It's <laughs> kind of morbid. Congratulations to you. You made it through the weekend. You made it to another Monday. <laughs> it's yeah. That's just what everyone's looking forward to is another Monday. Well, I didn't say you're looking forward to it, but you made it. <laughs> you made, congratulations. You're what do you alive. want me to say? Um, I mean, how, how about the people that didn't make it? How about the people that are that are not with us anymore because the weekend got the best of them? Well, they're not going to be listening to the show, are they? Exactly. So I'm welcoming the people that did make it. I, I don't know. There's plenty of things that he could have congratulated. RJ, uh, he's still standing. I mean, I don't understand our text chain. I don't get it. What, you I, don't I mean, get I, I hate it. I despise it. Why? I don't want to be a part of it. Oh, then, then, then bow out, but why? I wish I could. Why? I created it. I wish I could. What do you mean, why? There's one person on the show that we all want to see. There's one person on this show, if you put a poll up right now, that people want to see nude on the billboard. And it's you. You and only you. And I got these jack wagons on our group chat congratulating you for a 3-0 week. 3-0? Yeah, well, I, I can't, I can't help it that when the chips are down, that's when I do my best work. Champion, <laughs> champion. I went 3-0. Nothing. Yeah, yeah, congratulations to you, too. Crickets. And I was shunned yesterday. How were you shunned? Well, why does it take so long to make your picks on Friday, Rick? I'll tell you why. Because I went against the family. And you know what? It bit me right in the ass. It was a mistake. A mistake? You went 3-0. Right. 3-0. I also went 0-1 in the house because kids show up downstairs, wife dresses them, all bucked out. Rocco's running around with his Tampa Bay Buccaneers helmet. My in-laws won't talk to me because I'm, I'm actively rooting for Detroit to win and cover. It's not nice in my house yesterday. Well, you know, People that's, were what you upset. Gotta, that's what you got to deal with. People were upset, but I told them, listen, you know I'm in it to win it. I'll root for whoever I want to root for. Did you catch Raymond in the picks? Oh, yeah. You, did you pass him? Uh, no, because we both had the Chiefs. We're tied. You're Beat tied. It. Three games to go, and you're tied. All tied up. You know who else is tied? Uh, no, because RJ has more ties, actually. Wins-wise, yes, w- but RJ still that, has but, the tiebreaker. Right, but I caught him with wins. Ha, what a loser you are, you bleep. <sighs> RJ had an 0-3 week. He went 3-0. He it's sure, unbelievable. He sure did. He was so confident. Oh, the Niners are just going to bludgeon the Packers and get out of our way, and now you're stepping up in class. Oh, boy. That was a dicey game on Saturday night. Yeah, I mean, dicey. I mean, I don't think, RJ, you can tell us, did you take any enjoyment out of that game at all? No, didn't wake up excited or happy Sunday. Not happy now. And you're right, I I will own that. Now, if you had told me Debo would get hurt, I'm not saying they win the game at double digits. I think it's, I don't know if it's as dicey as it was, but that's, I will say this, Brock Purdy, I God, I hope the weather's better on Sunday. And two, that's about as bad as, as kind of Kyle Shanahan's been. And how often have you heard me hear uh, heard me hear me be critical of Shanahan? Almost never. Well, I, I guess the good thing is is you played probably as bad a game as you possibly could, and you still won, right? So that 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 I think is a sign of a good team, actually, in some 
weird way. But I, I'll tell you, man, and it's not to give you a hard time. This is just honestly genuine. I, I, I think the Niners got lucky. Like, lucky. Like, that spot in the first half I thought was bad. I thought that was a first down. Um, I thought they got screwed out of at least three points, maybe even more there. I just, the, the missed field goal. I mean, my God, missing, I mean, 40. Think of what the kickers meant this weekend and how they really just, just hemorrhaged away you know, possible victories for their teams. I mean, Tyler Bass, you had that. And then uh, Carlson, you had that. Just, wow. I, I, I was very, and again, they won, and that's great. It could be totally different this week against the Lions, and they're, I think, a heavy favorite in this game. But I came away very unimpressed with the Niners on Saturday night. Yeah, but to RJ's point, I mean, and RJ, you're not wrong. You better hope like hell it doesn't rain because Brock Purdy is clearly not comfortable throwing a wet football. Like at one point, I'm sure you guys have seen the clip already where he has the ball in his in his right hand, moves it to his left hand so he can wipe his right hand off and then puts it back in his hand to throw it. Like he clearly looked uncomfortable. I, I'm with you. I don't think Kyle Shanahan was great either, but two things, weather and you better hope like hell that Debo Samuel can play in that game because that offense changed when he went out. He's like he is. He is a big part of that offense. McCaffrey's McCaffrey's awesome, but awesome. I could make the argument too, though. Oh, maybe I'll try to make RJ feel better. To be to be Owen thirty in that spot, trailing by seven or more in the fourth quarter, and find a way in the playoffs to come back and finally get your first win. I don't know. Maybe that does something for you. You know, it's a close, hard fought game. Didn't play your best football, but to your point, Dave, good teams find ways to yeah. win. Maybe that pays off now in the in the NFC Championship game against the good Detroit Lions team. I guess. Uh, yeah. No. Listen. I. I. You survived in advance, right? That's what this is. Can, can you win? They won. They did what they had to do. In doing it, it was not attractive. Like I don't. Know, I would think that you feel differently today about the Ravens than you do about the San Francisco 49ers. That would be my. That would be my right. thought. Well, I mean, because like, let's face it. I mean, it was the game was tied, right? The Ravens Texans game was tied. At the half, yeah. At the half. I think we all, I mean, I think there was some question going into our picks on Friday, like three weeks off. You haven't competed in three weeks. Will there be any any rush? Yeah, you're healthy, but how long will it take you to get out of the gates and get your game back? Ravens in the second half figured it out. Not to mention the fact that Houston, with all the pre-snap penalties and every other freaking thing. I mean, false starts. Um, it's a young team, uh, but Baltimore figured it out. I'm not. I, listen, I don't disagree with you, plus the fact that San Francisco got shma- smashed by Baltimore during the regular season. And Detroit's a good team. Like Detroit, the Detroit's offensive line is good, really good. Got banged up yesterday, though. Got banged up. Jameer Gibbs is an absolute stud. He's better than Montgomery. He's a home run hitter. He's a, he's a really right. really good running back. Oh, his ability out of the backfield too to catch to catch the ball. Uh, Laporta, I give that guy credit, man. When you saw his knee, the way he went down when he hurt himself to be back and playing this well after that knee injury, and then St. Brown, and Golf didn't turn the ball over. That's the biggest thing for them. Golf played uh, Golf played clean. And Detroit's a great story, man. I can't imagine like, like the the dichotomy between how you must feel as a Lions fan and that that grown man crying after the Bills lost. After the Bills lost, I don't blame that guy. Oh come on! Uh, what do you mean? Come on! It can't be. It can't be weeping in the stands. You have you gotta to sit, you gotta wait till you get into your it's car. Every it's Rick. It's every year. It's, I know. Every year they find a <laughs> new know. and inventive way to to lose these games. Yeah, you know what's crazy though is this is this is Kansas City's sixth straight AFC Championship game. Mahomes is he's been to the AFC Championship game every year, right? Uh, six straight years, yeah. Uh, um, unbelievable. Well, dude, it's like I mean the offense didn't look right the entire season. Now all of a sudden, first first playoff game against Miami, offense looked better, kind of stalled out in the red zone, and now watching I mean watching him and Josh Allen go back and forth, man. And the fact that now you got Pacheco who can run the football. Kelsey He's had a good. couple touchdowns. He runs like a like a madman. I I thought the biggest the biggest thing I mean, a couple things in that game too is the uh, the awful. Well, I don't they checked into it or whatever, but that that awful fifth fourth and five fake punt Ugh. with Demar Hamlin was an Ugh. atrocity. Oh, I mean, what are you, what are you doing? And then you give I, I <laughs> Andy Reid is so smart, but he has the, he has the occasion where he pisses me off. McCole Hartman already had fumbled the ball in the second quarter, and you got lucky to get it back. And now to go in for the touchdown after that stupid uh, the fake punt, you give it back to Hartman. Oh, what does he do? He fumbles into the, in, into the end zone for the touchback. Yeah, I mean, good let's, work. let's be fair. He's not very good. No, like, he stinks. I, I, he, you can't play McCole Hartman. I know that he was there prior, and you brought him back, and he's got a ton of speed, but no. Nah, I think I, uh, you're right. He fumbled twice yesterday. And every time sec- he has the ball in his hands, it gets me nervous. Well, because, and rightfully so, because almost every time he has the ball in his hands, he fumbles it. That was a great game, though. That was a great football game. 
that was an amazing football game. And then you had at the end, it's, I mean, what was it, second and nine, and you had Josh Allen with a couple chances. Like, he had digs wide open. Second and nine, he had digs wide open over the middle, decides to throw it into the end zone. And then he had Shakir wide open for a touchdown. Right, and then he also had, he could have got, I mean, he's trying to score the touchdown, leaves it up to the kicker, and the kicker, uh, not an easy place to kick, right, but still. Not an easy place to kick, and and the weather certainly, but uh, come on, you got to make that kick. Uh, well, yeah, well, that's the difference, though. I mean, in, in all these games, you can't make mistakes. All it takes is one mistake. All it takes is one uh, it's a lack of execution. It can it can kill you in these games. Good weekend of football, though. Last weekend, I thought kind of sucked. This weekend, I thought it was really good. Uh, this weekend was, well, this is your favorite weekend, right? You love divisional round weekend. Well, how could you not? Because now, now you get the best teams playing, too, right? You don't just get the, the second-tier teams. You get all the elite teams. I mean, I, Ravens-Texans. Gave you, I mean, it was a, a really good first half. And, and yeah, second half was a runaway. The night game was amazing. I thought it was a phenomenal football game. The first game yesterday had so much juice, and the Lions are such a great story. And then the second game yesterday, I thought, was the, the game of the weekend. Yeah, I thought it was a great weekend of football. Yeah, we deserved it. It was, it was definitely a, uh, I mean, you had, what, five of the what, first six games weren't very good. So to get all four being good games, outside of maybe the second half of the, like you mentioned, the Baltimore game, but. I mean, I was I was nervous for RJ because I don't think I don't think we, I think we would have lost him. I really do. Oh, and I and I think rightfully so. I, I, I think rightfully so. He was so confident on Friday. It's like not, not even a question. I'm going to give you, Dave. You're down three. I control the board, and I'm going to give you a, an hour into the show. I'm going to give you one of my picks. Niners smash Packers. Yeah, there it and is. I didn't I didn't love that game. I thought the Niners would win. I thought they would win easier, but. But double digits is a, is a big number, and boy, wow. I, I, will, I will tell you, though, and, and they were laughing about it. I don't find any comedy in, in what Greenlaw was doing. Catch the football. Oh, get down. And go down. Oh. Like, they're like, oh, it's so Oh, well, he wanted to pick six. and Yeah, it's all fun in games. Could you imagine what happens if he fumbled the ball there and it went back to the Packers? I'm a Jets fan, remember? Yeah, I could imagine. <laughs> I mean, what, but they all, oh, he wanted the touchdown, and he, it's, he was running for seven extra seconds. He was killing clock, and it's like, no, no. None of that was funny. Get the football and go down, for God's sakes. Right. Because today hasn't really been our day. This has not gone as, as according to plan. Right. I mean, you're lucky to be out of the first half, down up 7-6. Do you feel, I feel like, I mean, RJ, you feel like your team won or Green Bay lost that game? I wish I Green was. Bay lost. Yeah. Green Bay was not ready for the moment. Which, which is fine. I mean, you, you move on, and that's the only thing that matters. They couldn't be not ready for the moment a, a week earlier? I mean, <laughs> come on. We, we want to talk about feeling lucky. Who, the, would you rather, the would, would you the rather earlier wasn't even competitive. Would, would you rather be RJ or would you rather be me right now? Well, no, I'd, rather, I'd uh, rather be okay, RJ. Okay, okay. Now, they were ready. They came ready to play. That's different than not being ready for the moment in my mind. When that game got tight, Jordan Love all of a sudden listened the the last interception was horrifying. The first one was horrendous. As was yes, the tip ball. But he he was missing throws. He was making all day. So and and then the kick, which changed everything. But no, you're right. I I got to eat it today. Now, if if you, I wish I could eat it as my team is on the way to the NFC Championship. Game. Well, I was confident. I actually had people. Looks like you have no problem eating it. <laughs> I I had people reach out like I've never a- I've never heard you this confident, and this is the first time I've been that I've been this confident. Never been this wrong. So I can't believe you guys are trying to make RJ feel humble for for no, winning. Like, no, no, one, feel no one's trying he, to make him feel I, humble. No, I, he didn't enjoy he it. He carpe omnia the whole thing. <laughs> no, I've I've been this confident before, Dave. The year they went, the last time they went to the Super Bowl, I texted you at halftime. I said this game is over, and you you said the same thing. Like, how could you say? I'm like, I feel like I have a pretty good gauge on my team. I was wrong. I was wrong, and the. I wanted to write off the Cleveland game of Brock Purdy not being able to handle the rain as a one-off. He can't play in the rain. He can't handle what football. It's too waterlogged. It's too heavy. It changes his accuracy. He's aiming the ball, not throwing it. So I, that is now stamped in my mind as a, a huge red flag. And Debo, that stat that everyone loves, when Debo, McCaffrey, and Trent Williams, it's not when they play. It's games they start and finish. And he played, what, four snaps? So, yeah, you advance, but got lucky. Uh, I totally agree with you. I just felt bad you couldn't enjoy yourself because you were so, I mean, you were so just vocally oh, stop, confident stop, about it. Stop it. I'm not even sure I'm going to enjoy the NFC Championship, even if they win. Because if they fall short here, you would, you both would agree, right? Still failure. Huge failure. Yeah, so I'm not sure there's a ton of fun to be had.
Listen, I understand that. This is a nice matchup, though. Well, it's better than Tampa Bay. No, I don't even mean that. You mean advantageous matchup for them? I mean, this is a game you should win. You say that, though, but I mean, Aaron Jones ran the ball against this team. Their offensive line is really good. I know they're banged up, but their offensive line is really good. I I don't understand why Tampa didn't blitz more, but... Lions are not a great football team. The Lions are a pretty damn good football team. They're good. Yeah, but they're going to roll into San Francisco believing they're going to the Super Bowl. Well, you can't lose this game. And they did win. I mean, I know San Francisco played a meaningless Week 18. They won as many games as the Niners. Like, it's it's time. The, the, the moment to take them serious is right now. I got some good players, man. No, I, I get it. I, I don't know. I just look at these two teams, and I see the Niners as by far the better football team. I think that was a one-off. You had a, you had a bad game. I think the Niners are clearly the better football team. I well, hope. Listen, listen, a game like that, just in my, in my opinion... Like having having been on some some good teams that kind of you you step on the ice and you think you're just you're you're that much better than other teams. Sometimes it's good to get humbled once in a while. Like, hey, we can't just show up. And maybe right. some of it was rust to start the game, but like we got to make sure that we're doing all the things that we normally would do. Like and, McCaffrey, McCaffrey was talking about after the game too. He said like it just didn't something about the game didn't feel our game was was off. Yeah, so, what, so, what was off was him not getting the ball. To win a game when you don't feel like you played very well is a nice place to be. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. Dave. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here! Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. You made it to this Monday. By the way, it couldn't have been scripted any better. The uh, the party I went to on Saturday night and my lack of a score heading into uh, coming home on Saturday evening. Was so perfect. no one broke the uh, perfect the waiver. Yeah, no one broke the waiver. You had a couple of people that thought they were funny, and they're like, you know, like nine forty five, ten o'clock. Want me to? I know the score. Want me to tell you the score? I was like, don't don't be an ass. No, don't tell me the score. Well, they understand. You should have said, yeah, you have five hundred bucks. No, just no, just stop playing games. It's not funny. There's no comedy. They're like, I was, I was so well behaved. Like my maturity level during the event was unbelievable. I, I, I signed off to the group chat. I was like, I'm done. I turned my phone off. I texted the kids. I said, if anything happens, you need either of us. Text mom. I'm out. And I did not turn my phone back on until the game was over at like one o'clock in the morning for me. Well, did you have a good time though? I don't care if you were mature. Did you have a good time? Did you enjoy I, yourself? I mean, it's it's very foreign for me. Like I was Ugh. sitting there talking to people. It's like I never ever do that. It's very foreign. Like like not there was not one play during the course of the entire season, the eighteen weeks of the playoffs or anything that I missed of a game. So I mean, did I have? Yeah, I had a good time in a very odd situation for me. I I mean, Rick, I never ever miss a play, never miss a game. So the fact that I'm taping this thing, it was very weird for me. I understand it, and I appreciate that you're kind of taking steps towards being kind of more normal with your social life. 
Yeah, it's I your, think it's one of your best buddies. He accommodated you. Well, the least you could do is is enjoy yourself. Yeah, I think I had a good time. All right, I bl- I believe so. Well, I want to know from Sherry when she wakes up. I want you to text her. Did you think Dave enjoyed him? Like, did Dave have a good time? Is what well, I she's always know. awake. She's awake now. I'm sure. Well, ask her because she like you can't judge if you. Well, she's if you listening were fun. to you. Why don't you you, you ask the question, oh, yeah. Sherry? I want to know if Dave had a good time. If you, more importantly, you had a good time. It's if Sherry, nice to get a nice out to get a nice night out together. It was, and she looked beautiful, and it was a nice restaurant, and and it was a private room. You should have seen me leaving though, because there was there was a TV at the bar. We had a private room, and it was it was enclosed, and there was no chance of getting hit with the score. But as I left to go from the private room to the front door of the restaurant. I put my hands over, no, no. over my ears, and I walked out. I was like, la, 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 and I, and I rushed to the, to the door. <sighs> yeah. And as I gave my, my valet ticket to the valet, I said, uh, here's the car. Don't tell me the score of the game, please. I love how you would just assume that everybody at the restaurant well, that's, party. That, I think you have to go. Th- I think you have to take those precautions. I'm sure probably- nobody would have, but I, 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 well, God forbid. Like I, see, here's the thing. And you don't realize how much you, you actually have to do. I took every single precaution, like things you wouldn't even have to think about. So when I set the DVR at home, right, I set the DVR. Do you want to extend the time? It's a live event. Yes, the extra 30 minutes. And then I turn the TV onto HBO. Because if you, if you leave it on ESPN or a local channel, there's a chance when you put it on to, to watch the game, in, in uh, you know on tape that all of a sudden you're, you're hit with the score so I got to do that then we get into the car we get to the restaurant what do I do I turn the radio off off because we get back I mean I have our station on so what happens if I get back into the car after the game and now you know it's like sports center all night oh what a game Packers find their way whatever so you got to do that then you got to make sure that everybody you're going to come in contact with knows you cannot know the score of the game there's a lot of work that goes into this very smart. Listen, I give you credit. You dotted every I, you crossed every T. Like you were not going to find like, out the, the score of that game. If I was this buttoned up with just, just everything? Could you imagine? No. You have been getting to the show a lot earlier. I mean, it's it's like three or four minutes earlier, but that for you is a lot. In the 40s. Yeah, which is wild. I know, right? Uh, listen, you're, you're, a, uh, you're a work in progress. I think we all understand that, but I think we're taking, we're taking steps, real steps. I mean, you're you're definitely coming out of your uh, shell a little bit. Well, I wasn't really in a shell, was I? Well, but I mean, if you're just not going out ever because you got to catch every play of every football game, even when it's not your own team, right? Like the fact that you went to your buddy's party, had a, I guess, a good night. I did. I didn't drink though. You didn't have. You love. You didn't have one gin and tonic. Nothing, huh? Nothing. No. Wow. Too too stressed with the whole thing. I want to stay really on a on a too high stressed. level of. I, it's, it's stressful you're for me. Idiot. But Sherry oh, drank. Your team, and I, though. What? It's not even your team. Oh, it's my team. There's no way I would have gone. Well, I think we all recognize that. Oh, there's, 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 there's zero chance I would have gone if it was my team. Doesn't matter. I, did, I, I want to watch the game. I know you want to watch the game, but, it, I mean, sometimes you have to sacrifice a little bit for the people that you love. And then, and then you know, Alex was home, and he was watching it, so I, I come into the house, and I, you know, I told him, I was like, mute that thing. I'm running right upstairs. As <laughs> a 50-year-old man. 50-year-old man. Covering his ears and going, nah, 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 nah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you should have seen me leaving. The, you should have seen the looks I got leaving the restaurant. <laughs> R- running, running from r- literally, literally running from the private room to the front door, hands over my ears, la 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 la, la, la r- like running out. Oh, like by the, the way, so everyone, so everyone on this show knows. I don't know if you guys heard or not. I just want to let this uh, be clear to everybody because we have a uh, full week now of we'll have Rex on today, but there might be some temptation. Getting ourselves geared up for the uh, AFC and NFC Championship games to have maybe uh, some NFL guests on this week. Mike Tannenbaum been suspended indefinitely. He's a bad person, huh? He's a rat. So you know, I suspended him. Yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah. What 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 did he what did he do now? He, took uh, he brought up the, he brought up the pickleball game on the K show, and he's talking trash. And I heard it. I was in the car, so I suspended him. And then he texts me. He's like, he's like suspension really. He's like only because I like you too much to ban you. Right. So, so any other person would be banned. Yeah, for life. Wow. But I couldn't do it because I like him. Yeah, so. I, I agree. All right, let's get to some of the calls. Uh, we've missed this guy. I'm, I'm glad it sounds like he's doing okay. Let's go over to Israel and bring in Yov. Good morning, Yov. How you doing, buddy? Good morning, Dave. Good morning, Ricky. Listen, I'm home 
after Andre Day, I was in the military. And the first thing I hear when I turn in this show, Dave, you turn into completely different men. What happens to you? You're missing a division division around playoff matchup? What? Well, here, in my defense, I didn't, I didn't miss it. I taped it, and... It Dave, was. Dave, it was. You didn't watch it live. I didn't want. No, yo, you're right. I didn't watch it live. I didn't watch it live. You missed it. I don't I, listen. I didn't. I didn't listen to the show for such a long time, and this is the first, the first thing I hearing. Dave went completely different. Listen, Dave. I always looked up to you, and I saw you like you know, like you were one of mine because we have the same standard. We never miss game. And listen, man, I don't know after this. I don't know, man. I'm very disappointed. You see, Rick? I'm disappointing Yov. Yeah, but just think of all the people that you made happy. Your, your buddy, your wife. I mean, you made a lot but of yo, people yo, happy. Can I, can I explain what it was my, my, probably one of my oldest friends. We've been friends since we're like, like he had this 50th birthday party. And, and, and he went up there and he addressed everyone. And he said, you know, I have friends from, you know, time I'm eight years old. That was me. Like I was his, his longest standing friend at at the uh, at the party, you don't have a little respect that I went. Listen, Dave. I'm all, all kidding aside. I'm I'm very I'm very happy you went because if there's one thing I learned d- during this time that I have been going through, that v- football aside, like you you gotta take fr- take care of your friends because because that's that's life, man. Friends and family become come first before everything and uh listen i'm i'm kind of upset and and uh, you know look down on you and on the other end i'm very happy and proud of you because you have been maturing and taking the right step to being a normal person but <laughs> you've kind of been changing you've kind of been changed dave i i don't know Yov, that i'm ever going to be that that normal person um but listen man we, we think about you all the time and i'm glad that you're checking in and uh, don't be a stranger whenever you get an opportunity to call and check in and tell us you're okay and Catch up and have fun. We would like to hear from you. Of course, Dave and uh, listen. I, f- I think I'm going to call a little bit more often this time because I'm back home after a long, long time, and uh, it's good to be home and good to be- talk to you. And just so you know, guys, I've always been thinking you. You're part of my life. You will always be. I told everybody who I fought with about you and your story, and you make you make me feel good in such bad times because I was thinking on on story that happens in the show and I appreciate you and I love you every every, every single person on this show. Wow. Well, thank you, Jovan. God, that's that's some serious stuff that we're dealing with here, but I'm, I'm glad that he is okay and, and thank you for the call and I do want to hear from him and, and continuously and I'm glad that he made it through his tour of duty, but boy, oh boy, that's that's real life right there, huh? Yeah, that's real life and that means more than Jov will, will ever know to hear stuff like that because, I mean, you lose track and I understand. I mean, it's jarring to think that you're actually morphing yourself into a a, a real human being, like yeah. an adult. Yeah. I, I mean, may, maybe right before everyone's eyes, I am actually changing. Yeah, it only took 50 years. Who would have thunk it? Well, I, I wouldn't go crazy, though. I, I don't think this is going to be like a regular thing. <laughs> All of a sudden, now you're just a willy. Maybe, maybe you decide to go out during the uh, championship games this weekend. Yeah. You know, anybody want to make plans? Go to the ballet? I'll tape it. <laughs> And then we'll come back and I'll watch it later that night. <laughs> Dave, what'd you think of the game last night? Didn't watch. I haven't it watched yet. it Ta- yet. I'm, I'm going to get to it though. <laughs> I'm, I'm it. going to get to it. No, it was really, really, really odd. Really odd. You should have heard me making conversation. Oh, what's what's Rick really like? Is he a good guy? How are the guys? What is it like? Da, 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 da. Meanwhile, the entire time, like I wish I was on my couch. Yeah, yeah, that's all I wanted. But that's you know what? Enough. Sometimes you have to take one for the team and. And that's what I did. And it paid off in going 3-0 and in my football picks this weekend. 3-0. Yeah, I know. We all got the, I got the text messages. Yeah, Everyone's congratulating you for some reason. Sorry. I went 3-0, RJ, I went 3 I'm back. I'm back. You are, you're back in a big way. Only issue, though, is I think I control the board. That's fine. Oh, this is going to be good. Three games left all tied up. That's right. All right. Yeah, let, let... But hold on. You're tied up for last, and Santi and I are tied up for first. Right. So it's a, it's a battle to the end. Three games left. All will matter. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, 
everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at DR on ESPN. Rex Ryan. Good morning, Rex. How are you? I am outstanding. How about you? Uh, We're doing really well. So last week, you joined the show and you said they will not fire Mike McCarthy. He will be back again, and you'd be stunned if they did. So let's give you some props on that. We know this is what happened. Was this the right move from Dallas, though? I think so. Um, and look, I mean, you know, you you they they did absolutely had a horrendous day. There's no question about it. But when you look at this guy's past, you look at his record, overall records, you look at his body of work with Dallas – you know, I get it, man. They've had early exits. He's only won the one playoff game. But, um, but the, I mean, the guy – look, I don't even like the dude, but the guy's a, a damn good coach. And and I think, you know, what do they have, 14 Pro Bowlers? You know, Dak Prescott's like second or third for MVP voting. Uh, had a historic season with C.D. Lamb. Uh, and he was in charge of the offense, top five in, in – both uh, yards and uh, points uh, for for the offense that he's in charge of. Also, I, I think it. You know, they're close. They're they're close. It's just they they got to find a way to kick the door down. But um, yeah, so I wasn't surprised that uh, uh, that they kept them. I am surprised they haven't extended them. Like at least give him another year where he's not a lame duck coach. So uh, obviously his seat's going to be extremely hot uh, next year. But I think it's the right move to keep him. Rex, I got to tell you, I was watching you uh, on Countdown, and I think you were asked a similar question. Tell Teddy to relax. I don't like when Teddy interrupts you while you're trying to make good points. Okay? Yeah, every now and then he does that. Every now and then he does that. It's just like, uh, Teddy, just, all right, hold on, bud. Let him know that Dave and Rick will come after him, and we're not afraid. We have nothing to lose. I'm, I'm, I'm not afraid either. Let him, let him I am know not I'm afraid. afraid. I, don't, I don't want to fight Teddy Bruschi. No, I don't want to fight him either, but I do have a twin brother. Yeah, so, you, you know, come one on. You, yeah. And right. by the way, he loves Brew. He coached Brew and all. And, and Brew's great, but he just got, you know, it's it's sometimes you're like, Brew, relax. Dude, you get a chance. I, I mean, just let, let me finish my point. You have plenty of time. But, yeah, sometimes it's like, uh, okay, I'm not going anywhere. I'm not backing off on it. So, <laughs> you know. We got your yeah, back, Rex. That's funny. all you need to know. There you um, go. All right. So let me ask you another question. So talking about Dallas, um, Buffalo. Now, are they just caught in this Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs? I mean, this is their sixth straight AFC championship game. Like, what can they do to get over this hump? Or do they get over this hump? Uh, I mean, they're so close, man. I mean, they are so close. They had a ton of injuries. They had all this type of stuff, which they have. Everybody has them. Um, now, this is the craziest thing. This might be the spot where Bill Belichick goes. Ooh. And I'm just saying, if you think, if ownership thinks that you've taken this team as far as you can, which, look, I'm not I, I'm, I'm not agreeing, you know, or saying that they should do it, but, but, this could, this could do it. You know, that, that this, who can take us the next level? Well, Bill Belichick, you know, um, so, and, and I'm not sure it's, you know, I, I'm not saying that it's definitely going to happen, but I would not be shocked. Wow. That would be unbelievable, Rex. Now, let, let me ask you this. They get Belichick. Do they become the, the team to beat in the AFC in your mind, or is it still a run through Kansas City? Well, I think they're so close anyway right now. And it doesn't run through Kansas City, guys. It's going through Baltimore. Baltimore, to me, is head and shoulders above any of these teams. They're the best team in the league right now. And it's because that defense is suffocating that offense with Lamar Jackson. As long as he stays healthy, oh, they're a handful. So, um, and again, I, I mean, this is crazy. It's because it's shot out of left field. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm not, I'm not saying it's 100% going to happen. But, look, I got fired being 500, and maybe the guy was looking at it well, he can't he can't take us any further than this or whatever. 
you know, a lot of things happen while we were only 500, but I saw him do it to me. I could see him doing it to Sean, too. Rex Ryan joins us here on the show. Rex, so you're fired up. Lions win. Um, Dave, my co-host, for some reason, you can chastise him if you'd like, doesn't think the Lions have a chance to go into San Francisco and win. Well, I can understand where he's coming from because the the Niners played as bad as they could play and somehow still won the game. Um, but make no mistake, the Lions' offense can can move the ball against anybody. And if you think the Niners are going to shut shut out the Lions, you're sadly mistaken. This team is going to move the ball, and and they are going to be. That's what gives them a chance, a puncher's chance here. And I, I, I get it. The Niners on paper are a hell of a lot better than the Lions. They don't play these games on paper. So I think they, they, I think they're going to go out there, and believe me, they will run everything known to man against them. The running game is like Aaron Jones had a field day in that game, right? Well, if Aaron Jones can do it, what do you think Jameer Gibbs is going to do? He's a better player. All right, David Montgomery, I mean, physical, like, this offensive line, much better than Green Bay's. Um, so if you think it's a walk in the park, I, I think they're sadly mistaken. I know the line's like seven seven points or whatever. I I give them a puncher's chance. I absolutely give them a puncher's chance because of their offense. Rex, what – I mean, I'm watching that game Saturday night, and it that didn't even look like San Francisco to me. Was that – just that Green Bay was so well prepared? Did San Fran play a bad game? Was it a combination of the both? Well, what, what happened in that game? Brock Purdy is what happened. Brock Purdy was awful in that game, you know, to start with. And I have never, ever seen a guy less confidence in, in his grip than Brock Purdy. And it was in his head. Like, you know, yeah, it's rainy. He starts the game, he's got a glove on. Oh, then he takes the glove off when he almost threw a pick six. Then it's like he's all over the place. And before he goes out, he's constantly warming up. But the craziest thing I think I've ever seen, I've never seen a guy take the the snap in shotgun, a critical third down, puts the ball in his left hand, steps up in the pocket, wipes his right hand, takes the right hand off the football, wipes his hand on his pants, regrips the ball, and throws it. Like it was in his head. It was absolutely in his head. And, and and here's the craziest part. They go to the last drive. He he just rips it. Like, he is awesome on the last drive. So I don't know what happened, but that was their issue. I, I think that was their issue. I, and, yeah, it was raining like hell. And sometimes, you know, quarterbacks with small hands, you know, those kind of conditions get to them. Uh, and, man, I it was absolutely in that kid's head. And now the stats – say, oh, he played a good game. That's not the case. That is not the case. When you look at that game, Rex, do you feel like, do you feel like San Francisco found a way or Green Bay lost that game? Uh, both. Because yeah. Green Bay, Jordan Love reverted back to earlier in the season, you know, in the fourth quarter. Like, he made some awful throws. The one, the one throw, especially at the end, it's on first down. Like, you don't make that throw. I get it if it's fourth down and you got no choice. You, you have to peg it in there, but that was a disastrous play. Now, look, this kid improved more than anybody I think I've ever seen um, during the course of uh, the, the course of a season. So he'll learn from this. You know, I'm confident he'll learn from it, but he needs to because he reverted back to earlier in the season when I was when I had real questions about him. But you know, unfortunately, he picked a bad time to to, to revert back to a mistake. Rex Ryan with us here, ninety eight seventy ESPN. Rex. Um... What was with Baltimore in that first half? Was that kind of a little little rust they had to get off? Was it you know the the moment or or what what happened? Because second half was easy peasy for them. First half felt like a struggle. Well, it was a struggle, and sometimes that little ring rush, man. Like you've got what what had been three weeks since you know that team was out there, since Lamar was out there, since anybody was out there. So remember, they played all their backups and and, and things. So uh, it was kind of you, you know. A little bit expected, but man, when they came back, they came roaring back in that second half. And I got to give credit to Miko Ryan's and company. They had a good plan going in, especially defensively against Lamar and company. A lot of five man rushes. Um, 
and it, it bothered Lamar. That That's the way you got to slow him down. Unfortunately for them, as soon as they went to those four-man rushes, you can't do anything against Lamar Jackson. Like And uh, with the the way they handle Lamar, they, they go protection first. They, they let him sit deep in the pocket. And now they have weapons. Zay Flowers, you know, they got Odell. I know he only had the one catch. And they got Aguilar. They got all, all these different guys now, but especially that Zay Flowers. But either way, they're so deep down the field that if he's open, Lamar throws it to him. If he's not, he's as dangerous sitting back there going, hell with it, I'm going to run. Well, now you've got linebackers so deep, you got like the second level of defense is 15, 20 yards down the field, and then Lamar takes off with it. It's like, whoo, it's a handful. There is no question about it. And then, oh, by the way, they have the best defense that we've seen in the league for years. And the kid likely stepped up with Andrews being out, too. It looks like they're going to get him back. Yeah, and he's done it. Um, he gives them a, a, a more speed at the position, more athleticism at the position. You know, Andrews is a great player, um, and obviously the connection with Lamar Jackson is incredible. However, he doesn't have that breakaway speed that Likely does. So uh, Likely's got more height, and he's and he's got more speed. So um, I, I think the guy's done a great job, and – um, you know they can they can bring Mark Andrews along slowly, make sure he is a hundred percent before he gets on the field. Uh, Rex, so Dave and I were going back and forth. Dave didn't like it. I I understand it. I, I get why they did it. And Todd Bowles did it. Didn't necessarily love the play call. What are your feelings on him going for two uh, after they scored that touchdown? Well, no, and I think this is like an analytics deal or, or what have you. You know, so I, I get it. You know, they, they gave him a, a 5% better chance of winning had he go for, you know, gone for two. Um, you know, you feel pretty good about your chances with Mike Evans. Um, so I'm not I'm not killing, you know, Todd Bowles on this one. I'm absolutely not. I will kill him on how they handled the end of the game. Like Jared Goff thought Tampa was, was out of timeouts. They weren't. No. And he takes the knee, and and you you can imagine everybody in Detroit's like, "What in the hell are you doing?" And then, like, it literally they could have had like twenty seconds on the clock, and Todd just let it roll out. So I disagree with him on that one, obviously. Um, but you know, hey, look, they got beat by the better team. It's as simple as that. They really did it. And for Bulls to have his team, you know, winning the division. Winning a first game in a playoffs, uh, like that's a hell of a season. I mean, nobody expected this team, you know, much out of this team. So, uh, you, you know, I think Todd did a did an outstanding job. Since we don't talk to you till next Monday after the games, would you be surprised if we were not looking at Baltimore and San Francisco in the Super Bowl? No, I wouldn't be surprised, but it's not going to be as easy as you think. I, I think Detroit is is they're going to make it. We're, we're going to have a game there, and I think people are overlooking Detroit. They have all season. I think they're overlooking them, and I'm not going to be shocked that Detroit wins that game. Rex, last one for me. So when you look at the uh, the AFC game, um, Baltimore's defense is, has been great all season long, but Kansas City's defense has been really good too. Um, yeah. and, and Spags, Spags has been known to you know be able to game plan it up. Um is this going to be another one that's going to be a, a, a really close game and one you expect where Kansas City's defense could potentially give Lamar some trouble or no? They could. Uh, I mean, that, their defense will play well. It's just the other side of the ball. I think it's such a mismatch for, for in Baltimore's favor, the other side of the ball. Yeah, I, I just think their defense is, you know, these are the best two defenses in the AFC. No surprise that they're in the championship game. Um, but one defense is far superior to the other one, and that's Baltimore's. And you're playing in Baltimore, whew, I, I, I just think, you know, the, there's no way it's going to be a route. you got Patrick Mahomes over there. It's not going to be a route. But at the same time, I still don't think it's going to be as competitive as the NFC game. Wow. Good stuff. Rex, hot, hot spicy stuff today. And we're going to keep a very close eye on this Belichick thing, and if it happens – well, yeah, and, and let's let's not go thinking it's going to. It's done, right? It's a shot you think it's in the get signed dark. today? I think no. Yeah. I think it's just a shot in the dark. But I, I'm telling you, I would not be absolutely floored by if it if it happens. Well, listen, great stuff. Go do your TV work. We'll talk to you next Monday. Have a good week. All right, guys.
There you go. That's Rex Ryan. Wow. I don't see it happening. I don't see it happening either. But could you well, imagine just if it be- did? Well, just because it's, I mean, it's not just the AFC. It's the same division. And what that would do with his his relationship in New England. Yeah, but Rex was pretty adamant that McCarthy was going to stay as head coach last week, and he was right on it. that. Well, but here's the, okay, here's the problem I have with that whole thing. Mm-hmm. Is that is that, no, how dare you even suggest that Bill Belichick could be the guy to step into Dallas and take him to the next level, but no question he goes into Buffalo. <laughs> it takes them to the next level. I'd feel so badly for you. Uh, you should. I, I don't think it. I hope it doesn't happen. I don't think it happens. No, I don't think it happens either. Sounds I don't like think Atlanta. That he wants to. Well, but Atlanta's also doing a second interview with uh, Jim Harbaugh. Atlanta's swinging it, huh? Yeah, well, they I mean, why wouldn't you? No, I, I think what they're doing is great. I don't know. I'll tell you what team I don't know what the hell they're doing, and that's Chicago. I have no you're idea. They're Matt Eberflus. Yeah, I understand that. Now they're hired. It looks like they're going to hire the OC from Seattle. So what happens? Are they going to, I mean, uh, unless you're going to make a long-term commitment to, to Eberflus, if you draft, I mean, if they draft Caleb Williams, what happens if, and now you got a defensive-minded head coach. Right. They don't figure it out. He's not that good. He loses next season. Now what, we're going to fire him? We're going to bring in a new coach with a new system for the, the Chicago job will never in the history of the franchise be more attractive than it is at this very moment. Correct. Why you would not be going after one of the elite coaches is beyond me. And you have, I mean, this is, we've talked about this how many times, when you look at the coaches that are available. You'll never, you'll never have a class like this again. No, and you have the first overall pick again. Right. You have the first overall pick. You have the, what, the, the ninth. Ninth, ninth pick they pick right in front of the Jets. And you're, you're dangling potentially Justin Fields. Yeah. And we're going we're gonna to roll with uh, Eberflus. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't get know. it. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't make much sense. <laughs> like, I they, mean. Could you imagine if they go Eberflus and, and Fields? Moving forward? Well, I mean, Caleb Williams sounds like he's pretty adamant that he doesn't want to be in Chicago, but I'm saying, like, if all of a sudden you now decided, hey, let's hire Ben Johnson, does that make it more attractive for Caleb Williams? Like, you see what Ben Johnson's done with golf in this offense. That offense is... I I don't disagree with Rex at all. Like, the weapons on that offense with that offensive line? They're good. They're really good. Listen, it's not that I don't think Detroit's a good team. I'm the one that, you know, preemptively called them sexy when you guys laughed at me. No, and we appreciate that. I mean, you've had a lot of great takes. I mean, I called them sexy, and I got laughed at by the people on my own show. I think the hesitation with that team is just, I mean, it's it partly golf, and their defense is not... Their defense is not good. You can throw against their defense, yeah. I mean, Hutchinson is a stud. Their secondary is not great. Look at the production they get from rookies on that team, by the way. Oh, look at the draft that they had. Right? I mean, yeah. Branch is good. Branch is... Laporta is... Dude. Laporta is wonderful. Gibbs, Gibbs. Is, is elite. You imagine being a linebacker. Campbell, the, the linebacker, too. You see that one play where Gibbs came out of the backfield and he was up, he was up against a, uh, a linebacker and he shook him in like one second. Like I, I couldn't imagine trying to be a linebacker trying to cover him one-on-one. No, that, that type of defense is not good. Uh, no, they're not very good. But I was surprised they didn't try to put more pressure. Like They didn't send they didn't guys after, nearly after as golf. much. Yeah, because you think you can make them uncomfortable, right? Yeah, but maybe they just thought that hey, their offensive line is good enough. I, I actually thought it was more of an indictment, like how bad Philly was. Like, <laughs> Philly got, got run out. Philly couldn't move the football against that Tampa defense. No, they got run out of the building. So I don't I know. And it looks like they're keeping Sirianni. Yeah, well, he's firing guys left and right now. Yeah, DC's gone. Yep. It's an interesting time right now in the NFL. It is an interesting time. Um, speaking of an in- interesting time. It's ESPN New York Superbox Bonanza 5. Now, this year, each qualifier will take home a $25 Fanatics gift card and have a chance at one of 10 Superboxes with prizes including a big screen TV, Nintendo Switch, MetaQuest, and much more. Be caller number. Ooh, let's be caller number. You're going to make caller number six and a half, the spread no. of, the, uh, of the Lions-Niners game? No, no, I'm not going to make it six and a half. I'm going to no. make it in honor of you. Because uh-huh. I really feel like you've taken a step this weekend, right? In your three and zero week, I'm going to make it three. I did go three and zero this week. So caller number three right now at eight 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 nine eight seven ESPN to select a box for the big game with a chance to win five hundred bucks in the first and third quarters, thousand dollars at the half, final score payout two grand. All brought to you by Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey. All right, so what do we have coming up? We're going to go around the league in just a moment. We got the frenzy. We'll do little Islanders, little Rangers. I was getting very angry. I was telling Raymond earlier today 
uh, at the Rangers last night, but they rebounded and came away with that victory. <laughs> I don't want to get into it now. Did you, did you see what the Nets did yesterday, though? Oh, I did, yeah. I mean, that's, that's got to be like one in a trillion kind of thing, right? Uh, to finish off on a uh, 22-0, uh, 22-0 uh, run, run by, by the, the other team. Yeah. That is really brutal. How about what Jalen right. Brunson did the other night, too? Ooh, he is all awesome. I, but I couldn't even watch the game. <laughs> you missed that one, too? Well, of course. I, I, I had to tape oh. that and watch that. I, I, couldn't, I couldn't do anything. Oh, oh my. You, you really did make some sacrifices. Huge sacrifices. But, but <laughs> on the way home, Sherry gave me the scores and results of every game except the Packers and the uh, Niners game. What a woman. Well, I walk in, Alex is like, Duke lost, Duke lost. <laughs> really? Mini, mini Dave. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere, Dave. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! over here! Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. Jalen Bronson is just something really, really special, huh? Yeah. I mean, we were talking about this on Friday, man. And, and I know it's, listen, I mean, when you look at what Embiid and everyone's doing just statistically and everything else, but as far as pure value to his team, like, I mean, Jalen Brunson is the definition of that. Like, you saw what it looked like when he's not on the floor, and then when he is on the floor, how much different it is, how much easier it makes it for everyone else. I mean, you want to talk about one of the the, the great signings, Jalen Brunson, man. Uh, you could argue this is one of the great signings in, in New York sports history. And I know it's still early stages, but... I'm prime of his career. He comes to New York. There's thoughts of, well, you know, is it Luca? Is it Brunson? What is he going to be? He's more than you thought he was going to be. Like, it was never advertised to be this. Like, he's a, he's a star is what he is right now. Yeah, he's a star, and I think the hope is that, you know, this is this is someone that could turn himself into potentially a superstar. But, I mean, not to just, like, forget just, forget just the talent, but it's just also, like, just, who he is as a player, like his mentality, his physicality, the way he competes. It's like the it's the perfect fit for New York, for Tibbs, for this team. And then you take that and you add it with the chemistry he already has with, you know, guys that he played with Villanova, Hart, DiVincenzo. Um, you hear Julius Randle talk about him. And it was nice, too, to see you had uh, IQ and Barrett come back, standing ovation, the... The video Great. montage, like, and how they talked about being here and, you know, Julius Randle, you know, talking about how this is where they were raised and everything else. It was like in the fact that we we took care of business. Right. I mean, it's a lot easier to deal with that being into the Knicks one than if they had lost. Because they lose right. that game, then you don't feel as nice. But you feel, you know what, good for Barrett, good for Quickly. You won the game. Brunson was phenomenal. Randle had a good game. And you're you're playing well at home. And you got I a this lot was, of home games coming up. I thought this was pretty interesting, too, just the effect that uh, that trade has had on the Knicks. So Jalen Brunson right now is averaging uh, 26.5 points a game, 6.5 assists. So since the OG trade, Brunson's assist per game has gone up to 8.4, and his assist percentage is 35.5. So if you extrapolated that for a full season, that'd be top six in the NBA. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you talked about how it would work. For this team, once, you know, you didn't have RJ kind of being that third multi-feed. You got a guy that not only plays great defense, but doesn't really need the ball in his hands. That's nice. And what it's been able to do for Jalen and Julius. Right. Well, you're going to get a, uh, you know, because it's, it's more cleared out for those guys, right? right. I mean, Julius, when you talk about, because Barrett and, and Randall were kind of similar players. Redundant, yeah. Right. And now you remove the the Barrett piece of it and you add the OG piece of it and OG is a he's he doesn't demand the ball. That he can have an impact on a game without even touching the basketball. He's a good shooter. He can finish around the rim, but you you're not like all right, clear out OG's taking the ball to the basket. That's not the game you play with him. No. It's not the game they need to play with him. It's the game that he doesn't have to play that game. Right. Yeah, like how they I mean how uh, Leon Rose I know we said this a couple different times, but I mean, it deserves a ton of credit, which is how they they're putting the pieces to this puzzle together right now. Yeah, and we're not far off from the trade deadline, and then of course the off season. So we'll slowly see uh, how this thing plays out quickly. Uh, the Nets. I mean, I know we don't spend a ton of time on the Nets, and well, well, I mean, they were up what eleven with five minutes to go, and they lost by eleven, and they yeah. outscored twenty-two nothing down the stretch. I mean, that's. You'd have to call Elias to find out, but that's got to be like a once-in-a-lifetime kind of occurrence, no? Well, Jacques Vaughn's in trouble, I think. Oh, I, I said a couple couple weeks back that I think he's on the verge. I think this yeah. thing is teetering now. Yeah, I think it's, I mean, it's got to be close. 
It's just not. I mean, that's not acceptable. This team is not winning at all now. So I don't know. Something has to change. They were outscored by 26 points in the fourth quarter yesterday. Oh, well, they score 15. So they score 15 points in the 15. fourth quarter. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's just. Well, I don't know, man. I, I know there weren't real high expectations for Brooklyn, but still. Yeah, you don't expect to just completely fall, fall apart, apart like in a game at home. And again, this is off a of football Sunday. We we don't talk Nets a ton to begin with. So the fact that we're even mentioning them is just, it's really, really bad. Uh, Rangers, uh, rough road trip, first couple games. Last night, I was actually starting to get angry. Because, listen, LA's a good team. You lose that game, not the end of the world. Vegas, I thought they played well. I said the other day, not the end of the world. Uh, you you got to beat Anaheim. And he fell behind 2 nothing. Another, you know mediocre-looking performance from Shesterkin, and and I think you start to get frustrated. I thought that was a very important answer last night for the Rangers to come yeah. back and win that game. Yes, I would agree with that. I mean, you can't lose three straight. I mean, you lost what? You lost the four straight, win a couple, then you go out west, lose the first two, and the Ducks, listen, I, I like what Greg Cronin is doing with Anaheim, but, I mean, this team is keeping games closer than than it did last season, but that's a game you absolutely have to win. Absolutely have to win, and, and they did, and now you have, what, San Jose tomorrow night, so maybe you righted the ship a, a little bit. And then I, I want to spend a couple minutes on this and kind of give the floor to you, your Islanders. So they fire um, their head coach, and Patrick Waugh is the new Islanders head coach at the moment. Yeah, which I got a lot of text messages about. I think a lot of people were surprised. Um, not that Lane got fired, but that it was that was Patrick Waugh that got, that got hired, especially with kind of how it ended in uh, Colorado. So he had a lot of success in Colorado, was uh, coach of the year. Um, I think part of the disconnect in Colorado was not only was he named the head coach, but he also was named um, the vice the vice uh, VP of uh, hockey operations, So, which would give him some say in kind of front office decisions. And then, I mean, the way Joe Sackick describes it kind of caught off guard. I mean, you're talking about a little less than a month before training camp sends a letter that he's resigning. So didn't really end well. Hasn't coached in the NHL since. Uh, has had success in Quebec, uh, fresh off a uh, Memorial Cup win. And you're looking at an Islanders team that kind of needs, as, as Santiago would put it, a kick in the ass. And if anyone watched any video of what was a pregame skate, was not really a pregame skate, it was like the first day of training camp, they will get the kick in the ass that they need. So you, Pat- like this, you like this hire for the Islanders? I love it. You love it? I love it. Yeah, well, this is listen. I mean, at some point, fingers are going to be started. At, will, will start to be pointed at Lou, and I think Lou recognizes that this is the team. So we need to figure out how to make it work. And someone was at some point going to take a chance on on Patrick because he is a really good coach that hopefully learned from his you know his first stint as a head coach in the NHL. Mm-hmm. I think he probably rubbed a lot of people the wrong way, and no one really wanted like GMs don't want to deal with that, like with. You know, that kind of personality that feels like he wants to be a part of all the decisions and everything else and and how he ended it. So I think Lou feels a sense of urgency. This team, I mean, has had how many times where they have leads going into the third period that they've blown? Like the attention to detail, the accountability needed to needed to be fixed. And this guy is going to hold you to a very high expectation. He's going to hold you accountable. There will be attention to detail. Um I listened to a lot of the guys speak on, you know, what it was like when he came in. And I think, you know, the overriding feeling from that locker room is they needed a change of uh, of the voice needed to change. So Lane needed to be let go. And then you bring in somebody that's had success at this level, not to mention, oh, is maybe the greatest, uh, maybe the greatest goalie of all time with the Stanley Cups and everything to back it up. I mean, you'd be hard pressed not to listen to this guy. So let's uh, bring in a caller too here on the Islanders. Glenn in Smithtown. Glenn, you're next up on 98.7 ESPN. Glenn. Glenny. Hello. That's... Hey, hey guys. Hi, Glenn. Up, Go buddy? ahead. Hey, how are you? Good. Thanks how are you? My call. Um, I'm doing great. My students are listening, so uh, I got to try and sound good in front of them. Uh, but I had to call about my Islanders. Uh, pretty psyched about why. Um, I think a change need to, needed to occur. Um, and my questions are, do you think he'll have the same effect that Barry Trotz had when he took over change the culture because this team really needs some accountability. They've taken too many penalties. They've given up too many shots. They're blowing third-period leads, as Ricky just said. And the guy comes in and he could just put his Stanley Cup rings on the table and say, I'm going to tell you what to do. And also, last thing, um, Sorokin has 
been spectacular at times. He's also been giving up a goal here or there that he really should be saving. What kind of impact do you think Patrick will have on Sorokin especially? Uh, he saw one of those goals last night. I don't know if it hit a foot or not, but yes. it, wasn't, yeah, it wasn't a goal that you normally see Sorokin um, give up. It's actually it's, it's one of the things that he talked about is that you, know, you hear all these coaches – you know, after they're done, you know, McCarthy did the same thing with uh, when he you know left Green Bay. They do all this reflection and soul searching. You know, what I did well, what I did wrong, and one of the things that he pointed to was, you know, his team, according to the analytics, was you know spent far too much time in the defensive zone. So it's something that he went to work on, um, incorporated with his junior team. It feels like it's going to work. I, I think that this is a good team. I never thought that Lane Lambert was a great hire. So Agreed. I think this is a huge upgrade for them. Um, and I think the way, the way he's you know kind of already established this this new, this new energy and attention to detail is going to be just what this team needed. All right, Glenn, we appreciate I mean, the just, phone call. We we got to run. I'll tell you, students, uh, I don't understand how, how do teachers call in the middle of class all the time to the show. Um, well, I don't think shooter calls in the middle of class. I think that maybe Glenn's like, hey, class, you want me to call into. Uh, DPH on Rothenberg. So Talk he goes idols. into another room and, and leaves the kids to, to well, listen to him make this phone call? I don't know. Maybe he's in the class. They told him to be quiet. But like you see some of these things. Like I watch on some of these uh, commercials you see like where the teachers are such diehard fans that like their class lessons are like around. Oh, they have that Knicks commercial, right? Yeah, right. Have the you Knicks, seen that seen one? Dolphins one like that. Yeah, I guess it's flattering. All right, That's how you would do it. Uh, of, of course. 100%. All your I lessons would, would be Giants related. All, all, I threatened my math teacher after the Giants lost that Monday night game to the Niners. That was a very upsetting loss. That game still bothers me. 7 3 Monday night. Both teams were 10 and 1. Thanks for listening to the DPHRO and Rothenberg podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York, the ESPN New York app, or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN.